A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. What is up, you cheeky so-and-sos? My name is Mark, and welcome to some r slash am I the butthole. If you'd like to skip the initial waffle, timestamps are in the description and along the timeline below. So as always, please feel free to use them. But if you are new here, please consider hitting that like, that subscribe, and maybe that notification bell too, as it all massively helps out our channel. And I can't express how much it truly does. Now, first, before we get into anything, I do have some member updates. We Over on Patreon, we had a new member, Kyla Keetle. Thank you so much for your support. Then over on YouTube, we also had some updates from Kelly Patterson with the upgrade, Phantom 12. 1000 rejoining us jennifer wilkes with a rejoin and the funky raccoon with a join as well thank you so much and to everyone for spending 20 minutes of your day with this channel i can't tell you the difference you make and you're absolutely awesome for doing so now let's crack straight on with today's stories (laughs) much love guys now our first story comes from tyne jean 4099 Am I the asshole for expecting my eldest daughter to be a guardian to a high-needs, non-verbal autistic sister after we die? My husband and myself have placed autistic daughter in a group home where she is well cared for, so she would not need to do actual caregiving. She would need to make medical decisions as they come up, annual meetings for her funding slash advocacy. The state unfortunately frequently pulls out all stops to try and get out of paying and reducing funding, so she would need to continue fight for this and navigate red tape. Buy her items she needs as needed. I'm leaving her extra money in the world to cover this, so it would be no expense to her. She would not need to do any actual caregiving nor pay anything out of her own pocket. Just would need to be a legal guardian, make decisions, be on standby if there's an emergency, and be responsible for her affairs. She had said no, citing her PTSD and anxiety. Autistic child had some rough episodes growing up when she became aggressive towards the whole family. And I admit, I was remiss in not getting her therapy as a child. But I was up to my eyeballs with my high-needs autistic daughter. I sympathize with the PTSD. I have it too from this experience, but I feel like we have little choice or options here. I don't feel comfortable with my disabled daughter being at the mercy of the state. She also said, and I quote, I was the older sister her whole life. Youngest daughters turned to be the older sister, citing she should do it because she's younger and closer with autistic sister. I am against this for a couple of reasons. My youngest daughter can be forgetful and is not as responsible and reliable as my eldest, who despite her PTSD and anxiety never misses a deadline and is always on top of doing whatever it is she needs to do. Plus the youngest plans on becoming a mother someday, while the eldest does not want children. And I felt it would be better for the eldest to be a guardian because the youngest will have her hands full with her own children. Extended families are not involved in our lives and therefore are not an option. Am I the asshole? Now, I will come into this one straight away. And while I have empathy for anyone, you know, that's in a situation that's like this. And I can't imagine the feelings involved and the anxiety of, you know, not not knowing what's going to happen to your child once you pass away. I don't think it's fair. I mean, in this situation, you can ask the person, would you care for them? And if they say no, that's their choice. This is their life too. 
it sounds like they've already had a really rough upbringing because of the other child and and it sounds in some ways like she suffered she has ptsd and anxiety herself now from what she went through growing up so it must have been a really bad time and in some ways i might be overstepping here it sounds like the the parent in the situation op allowed you know whatever abuse came from this other child towards sister while sister may have been potentially neglected growing up and it did raise some questions and i might again i could be overstepping you know i just you know what i do i just reach out and, and come out with my thoughts but i thought why why doesn't she want children when growing up is it is this affected her or is it something else again as i said it could be reaching that 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 comment there this is a huge responsibility for anyone to take on. So I'm going to say you are the arsehole for, you know, trying to push this, for expecting eldest daughter to take over. She said no, and that should be the end of it. Simple to me. But OK Image 6174 says you're the arsehole. You can ask her to take that role, but she has the right to say no. Figure something else out. Her sister isn't her responsibility, and she shouldn't have to have the burden of making huge decisions on her behalf. And Ursula2071 says, you're the asshole. OP, did you even stop to consider the reason she is responsible is because she had to be, because you made her be. You left her on her own most of the time because of your other daughter. She had to learn to be self-sufficient on her own. And now, even though she is an adult, you are again asking her to take your responsibilities because she is the responsible one. I would bet my last dollar the reason she doesn't want kids is because she had her fill of being a parent to your other daughter while you were busy with your autistic daughter. And now you want to punish her for that decision as well as making her handle the affairs of your child. A mighty Hydra says, you're the arsehole. You neglected your oldest daughter and allowed autistic daughter to abuse her to the point of causing PTSD and anxiety. And now you think you can just dump the responsibility on her. Of course she's organized on top of things. It sounds like she learned at a very young age that she couldn't rely on you for anything. Not even something as basic as protecting her from a violent sibling. And your little birdie says, you're the asshole. Your daughter did not choose to have a child and you are wrong to try to force this responsibility on her. Especially since you admit to having neglected her own well-being in favor of your other daughter. Frankly, you should be glad she still wants anything to do with your family at all at this point. It sounds like she's been expected to take on responsibilities. She didn't choose her whole life and you've continually disregarded her own feelings and desires. And Fuzzy Fuzzy Fungus says, I take it from the, and quotes, I was the older sister her whole life. Quote that this is, may not exactly be the first time you've shoved maintenance of your younger daughter onto the older one. I suspect you would do well to rephrase. I feel like we have little choice or options here too. I feel like I have little choice or options here. Your daughter has the option to run screaming from the demand that a childhood that left her traumatized become a lifelong obligation and might be well served to exercise it. Don't let phrasing an I problem as we problem blind you to that. Now, what are your thoughts on this story? What would you do in that situation if you was OP? And if you were sister as well, what would your thoughts be then? Let me know in the comments below and we'll move on to the next story. And this next story is from a throwaway account. Am I the asshole for banning my stepdaughter's husband from my house for ruining my daughter's proposal? My son-in-law Jerry, stepdaughter's husband, claims to be a jokester. He makes fun of every situation and always taunts and teases. He used to be funny, but now he's just parenting internet memes and cliche jokes, making everyone around him uncomfortable. He and my younger daughter, 22, are always in disagreements. She thinks he's not funny and he thinks she's unbearable. My daughter's fiance said he wants us to help him set up a surprise proposal after dinner so everyone gathered at our house and my daughter had no idea as well as my stepdaughter and Jerry. 
we had my daughter put a blindfold on and walk into the living room where her fiance was getting ready to propose. Jerry saw this and said, what? <laughs> Are you people serious? Oh my God. Ha <laughs> ha. Everyone was looking at him with question marks over their heads. My stepdaughter said nothing. He kept laughing and I told him to knock it off as I helped my daughter walk into the room. Once my daughter was seated, Jerry started making comments as the event progressed. Her fiance pulled out the ring box. Jerry said, no man, go and find another pond. Fish ain't good here. Fiance got on one knee in front of my daughter and opened the box. Jerry said, damn, that looks expensive. How much did you spend on that, you fool? I was fuming and my daughter was clearly very upset. Fiance proposed and my daughter removed her blindfold. Jerry kept talking over her when she said I do, saying, don't do this to yourself. You're too young to be dealing with this. Dude, run. I shouted, shut the hell up. He stopped and said he was joking. I said he was being disrespectful jerk to ruin the event like this with his jokes. Then started talking how mean and nasty his jokes were and told him it was better if he shut up. Stepdaughter said it was no big deal when I offered daddy leave. She swore he was just messing around and creating playful atmosphere, but I took it seriously. But he essentially ruined my daughter's proposal. I told him I no longer wanted to come over after this. He walked out, but my stepdaughter started crying to her dad, calling me callous and claimed I was favoring my bio daughter and this was an excuse to ban her from her dad's house. My husband said I overreacted and shouldn't have banned him from the house, knowing this is how he is. And I gained nothing by this except straining my relationship with my stepdaughter. But I call him unfair to see how my daughter was treated and still sided with the others. Was I the asshole? Did I handle this wrong? No, this dude sounds insufferable and it doesn't sound to me like you're favoring in any way. You're protecting your daughter from an absolute asshat. Jokes are only funny if everyone else is laughing and it sounds like everyone's sick of his silly jokes now. I don't blame you for what you did and one of the lines that really jumped out to me is like the husband in the end saying, you know, you know how he is. Yeah, you know how he is and you want him out the bloody house. He needs to be backing you up on that. So, you know, husband is an asshole as well in the situation to me. And I think by husband stepping in and, you know, protecting his stepdaughter, he's the one who's favoring in this situation now. So, yes, you're not the asshole to me. And I'd stick to your stick to your guns on this. No one needs that kind of assholery <laughs> in your house. But affirmative robot says not the asshole. Your husband is blatantly favoring his bio daughter by allowing her husband to harass and bully a stepdaughter. Your daughter. If son-in-law can't be trusted to hold back his jokes for a moment like that, then there is no stopping him at any less serious moment. It's probably worse when you aren't around. A novel ad says, Not the arsehole. You're not favoring your bio-daughter. You kicked an annoying idiot out. Yeez. If he can't behave, he's no longer invited to come over. Easy as that. Is that, I don't dare say it, the consequences of his own actions. He's not even a jokester. He's a bully dating a fish from the same pond. Lots of cash says, it's not a joke if nobody else is laughing. Not the arsehole. And JR Toad says, not the arsehole. This person is nothing more than a bully. He needs to be the center of attention on him 24-7. And heaven forbid someone else is in the limelight. I'll be speaking with your daughter and fiance. And from the sounds of it, he's one person to definitely keep off the guest list for the wedding. And Kat Herder says, not the arsehole, this isn't favoritism. If anyone has shown favoritism, it's your husband for shielding this arsehole's incessant bullying. This shit isn't cute or funny, it's flat out abusive, and your response to it was far more gentle than I'd have been able to muster under rise circumstances. Your husband is being an arsehole. Your stepson-in-law is a flaming feckin' hemorrhoid. <laughs> and everybody should be thankful for putting some preparation H on that shit and cooling it down. 
Your stepdaughter isn't being slighted here. Her husband made himself unwelcome and that's that. Giving him a pass is showing extreme favoritism for her and it needed to end long ago. I'm glad you stood up to him. Congrats to your daughter, she's yours and that pond clearly spawns far superior fish. <laughs> now what do you guys think of this one? And we'll move on to the next story. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. And our next story comes from Mal115. Am I the asshole for wanting my girlfriend to wear adult diapers? I'm a 26-year-old male. My girlfriend, 23 of three years, has shown some changes in her bodily functions. At least once a week, she wets the bed. It all started a few months ago. I used to wake up in the middle of the night, help her clean herself up, strip the bed and lay down towels to absorb what was left, but I don't anymore. It started happening more and more frequently. Well, this fine morning, I wake up two hours before I need to, to the warm, wet embrace that is her wetting the bed in her sleep again. I scoot closer to the edge of the bed on my side and I wake her, let her know that she just wet the bed again and roll over to go back to sleep. She notices and starts scooting over towards me. I told her no, she needs to stay on her side of the bed. She got upset that I wanted her to stay in her urine and got up, went to the restroom and came back about 10 minutes later and threw a towel over it and got back in bed. So now today, I told her I believe it's due to her alcohol consumption right before bed, but she refused to give up the bottle. She says this should be a judgment-free zone and if she wants to drink in her own home at night, she should be allowed to do so. I told her the drinking is fine, but just to lower the amount. I wasn't trying to ban her from alcohol, but this phrasing now makes me think I should, like she might have a slight addiction. Anyways, I suggested next then we either get bed pads for her to lay on at night or adult diapers for her to wear to bed or maybe even do both. She's a heavy wetter. She wouldn't even have to wear them during the day, obviously, just going to bed at night. She said that it's too embarrassing to even to be asked to wear them and that it's out of the question and stormed out of the room. I can tell she's upset with me over it all, but I'm tired of waking up covered in pee. I'm upset too. I feel like she's not trying to do anything to fix her bladder problems. So Reddit, I ask you, am I the asshole? And we do have like a little few edits, which we'll cover after the comments, because obviously there were some of them responded to the comments as well. I come straight into this one with a not the asshole for a couple of reasons, really. And it's it's not the initial bedwetting or anything like that. You know, I wouldn't want to be covered in pee. That simple. But it's the fact that she's not willing to do anything about it to help herself either. You suggested some very plausible things that might help. Obviously, they're not fixes. What she really needs to be doing is going to a doctor either for if it is to do with the alcohol or, or, or bladder issues that need to be resolved, right? It's, it's got to be either one, I assume. I guess it could be other things as well, but I'm no expert, obviously. But she's forcing you into a corner here. She's like not willing to deal with either. So you either wake up covered in wee. And some of the ways it was talked about in this post is really concerning as well. Like she's 
wet the bed and then still willing to lie in it covered in urine and then get close to you as well yeah it was just making me feel very very uncomfortable and again i'm not playing down any anyone with bladder issues or anything like that it's the fact that the girl in the situation is not willing to do anything about it either and then she's turning around and saying you know adult diapers are an embarrassing thing surely he's waking up covered in wee is exactly the same we in the bed and we in the bed every so often has got to be hugely embarrassing as well I know which one I'd rather go with. Well, I'd go to the doctors, but in this situation, oh, I don't know, I don't know. We'll check out some comments to see what they say. And we'll start with Bookkeeper Hefty saying, not the arsehole, but also, what the fuck? Why is a grown-ass woman wedding the bed on a weekly basis and seems to be entirely unconcerned about it and has no desire to find a solution? And Seven, that's not that's a nope, says, not the arsehole. And if your girlfriend is drinking so much that she's wedding the bed on a regular basis, she's got a lot more than a slight addiction. Not caring that you're wetting the bed on a regular basis requires some hardcore denial of reality. If it's not the drinking, then it's a medical problem and she needs to see a urologist. If she refuses to stop drinking and refuses to wear diapers to bed, it is perfectly reasonable for you to refuse to sleep in the same bed as her. And since continuing to wet the bed will destroy the mattress, she can sleep on a cheap mattress or a cheap air mattress so she doesn't ruin your main mattress. No one wants to wake up in a puddle of someone else's urine. Absolutely okay not to be okay with that. And the fact that she's more embarrassed at the idea of wearing a diaper to bed than wetting the bed frequently, well, that's disturbing. Does she have mental health issues of some sort? And you need to decide if you're willing to stay in a relationship with someone who drinks so much that she wets the bed and doesn't care that she's wetting the bed on a regular basis. And consider what other drinking-related problems there are. And Gus says, not the arsehole and your girlfriend should see a doctor. It isn't typical for an adult to wet the bed on a regular basis and needs to be looked into. And Stogie Bear says, not the arsehole. Having a urine-soaked bed is a problem and you're trying to explore solutions. Your girlfriend is an alcoholic and does not want to talk about it. A person who will not experiment with reducing her drinking in order to avoid wetting the bed has a problem. She needs to talk with her doctor for that and in case the wetting is also an indication of other medical problems and get counseling. And KMB says, I see your third edit, but you're only 26 and she's only 23. I totally understand you love her. I've been there. But if her drinking is already an issue now, to the point where she's wet in the bed once a week, you really see a happy future for yourself. She doesn't even recognize her drinking as a problem yet. How many years will this have to continue to go on? Will you want to settle down and have kids one day? Will she? Just questions to ask yourself. And if you love her and want to stay with her, it appears you'll have to put up with her drinking habits. You have to decide if this is a deal breaker for you. Best of luck. And we'll have one more from Book and Worm who says you're the arsehole for this massive white knight syndrome you have going on. Honey, you're not going to save her. She's going to have to save herself and right now she ain't there yet. And for that love is blind as crap you are spewing, sometimes you have to break your own heart to save yourself. You're not doing any good for yourself and for her. And before we move on to the next story, we'll cover the edits, which he said, the edits and updates. So for everyone commenting on the smell, I deep clean furniture for a living ironically and thankfully getting urine out of a mattress is nothing new to me. Just tired of waking up in it and have to deep clean so frequently in my own home. I'm little more than a clean freak, but not quite a germaphobe. Edit two, she does have other mental health issues, trying to keep some details to a minimum because she uses Reddit as well. Edit three, there's been plenty of red flags of reasons for me to leave her. I don't for one simple reason, love is blind. It may sound cliche, but I love her and want to help her work through her problems. It is a lifelong uphill battle getting her to want to help herself. She has experienced several traumas in her life. She sees a therapist, but visits died to only once monthly. 
sometimes once every two months due to the pandemic. I want to talk to her about getting her with a therapist about all this to see if she can shine some light on it for her, but I honestly don't know if she'd be too embarrassed to tell her that she wets the bed now on top of her other issues she has with her mental state. Now, what are your thoughts on this one? And we'll move on to the next story. And we got a fairly brief one from a throwaway account called, Am I the arsehole for getting pissed off everyone else gets the food they want but me and leaving because of it? I just got home from a hangout with a bunch of people. 10 of us. We each brought $25. We all knew what we would want and had it all up and tip for the delivery driver to pull together for food. Everything was great until it was time to order the food. I was in the bathroom when they started and by the time I got out, they had ordered all they wanted. I told the host what I wanted, a medium ultimate cheese lover's pizza, an order of breadstick and three extra marinara sauce from Pizza Hut. It came to $21.88. I made sure it was under the $25 I brought. The host then looked at me and said we didn't have enough and I would not get the breadsticks and extra sauce. When asked why, as I was under what I brought, they informed me that John had added a dessert to his order last minute and that put him past his $25. When I asked why going over his limit made me have to change my order and get less food, I was told it's not a big deal. You will still get your pizza. I didn't order any food and just took my $25 back and left, which made them have not enough for the tip. The host and a couple of the people are now bitching at me for not only ruining the atmosphere of the hangout, but also making the host pay out of pocket because they had to cover the tip as I took my money back. Small update, found out John is the nephew of host's boss. Now, obviously, you're not going to be the asshole in the situation, but that would absolutely infuriate me because you was the last one to order. You have to suffer John wanting a dessert. And I did read a little bit extra in one of the comments and Opie replied saying, um, why didn't they just tell John to like, you know, cough up the money? But apparently he was between jobs. So everyone's got some sort of some sort of empathy towards him for that. And it's like, hell no, if he if he's between jobs and can't afford it, he shouldn't be buying a dessert. (laughs) It's that simple. And if I was that John guy, I'd be hella embarrassed and I'd be like oh i'm so so sorry i'll take that dessert off or whatever i'll be what i just don't get it and these are meant to be your friends there'd be no friends of mine if they was treating me like that and another thing that i was thinking while while i was going through that is so if they're relying on you because you had some change left and they was using your bit of change has everyone gone over their 25 dollars or they've gone exactly to 25 dollars all apart from you i don't understand but yeah, definitely not the asshole in the situation. And I wouldn't, I don't blame you for taking your money back. Why should you be buying someone else's food? I mean, I personally have been to a party before where everyone ordered their, their food separately like this. I mean, it's never the best way because it's always going to cause aggro. It always causes aggro some way. If you order for the group and buy a bunch of pizzas, you know, someone always eats overindulges. If you order separately, you get this money issue. Eat before you go to the party. Solved. But Tibbletabs1114 says not the arsehole. The person going over the $25 limit is the only person who should gone chewed out. Also, these selfish people are not being your friends. They tried to use you and got mad when you wouldn't be used. And Selfie Star says not the arsehole. It's so painfully obvious that John should have coughed up more money to pay for his food. Him saying that you still got your pizza as it was no problem. He jacked money from you makes him the arsehole. Your friends suck here too. They should have stopped John or told him to pay up. How are they treating you this shitty? And up the creek with no canoe says, not the arsehole. These people aren't your friends, sorry. Edit, you aren't the person who made the host pay more. That was the person who ordered over the amount to cover themselves plus tip, not you. And we have one more from Mrs. D. Raid says, not the arsehole, the person who ordered more food when he didn't have money should have just pitched in extra money. 
was that suggested? And this is where Opie replies saying, I did suggest that, but it was shot down almost immediately because John is in between jobs. And I guess $25 was already too much. And that's when he should just go without a bloody dessert then. Cheeky so-and-so. But what do you guys make of today's selection of stories? What are your verdicts on today's selections of stories? As always, I would love to hear them if you have a moment of your time to share them. Thank you so much for spending 20 minutes or so with the channel today. It means the absolute world to me as always. You are absolutely legends for doing so. If you'd like to support the channel further, you absolutely can, but never any pressure to do so by clicking that join button down below for YouTube or clicking the link in the description for Patreon and joining up there. It hugely helps out our channel and continues us going forward. So thank you for your love, your support and time. And I will see you, you cheeky so-and-so, <laughs> in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.